I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Do you know an organization that is looking for a keynote speaker, retreat speaker, or workshop host? You can contact me at meredithsigget at gmail.com for more information. I am currently booking speaking engagements for 2022. Welcome! Thank you listeners for tuning in to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Sigget, your host here at this podcast. And I've got a treat for you guys. I am bringing some, oh, you can hear her. I am bringing someone back to the mic who's been on the mic with me before a lot. And we get to kind of, yeah, you can hear her. Yes, that's Courtney. Courtney, welcome back to the mic. OG podcasters back at it. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. 25 meets 40, baby. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm excited. Yes, I am excited to have you back on here because, of course, I talk about you a lot. Oh, yeah. And I, I do get the questions about Courtney and how she's doing and what she's up to and all that kind of good stuff, which will let my listeners know about that. Um, but I'm ex- I'm excited I'm excited to have you back on the mic. I know I was uh, before we were chatting about this. I don't know why, but podcasting had come up with a couple people, and they're like, "Have you ever been on one? Have you ever thought about starting one?" And it was just like a topic of conversation that was going on. And then you were like, "You want to do this episode with me?" And I was like, "I think I have to because life just keeps bringing up podcasting and wanting me to like." be on an episode (laughs) so well I gotta I gotta be honest with you lately the universe has been working for me so it might just be the universe working for you I had picked up my my crystals recently because I was like I fell off the crystal game and just like using them in my life and I picked up one and it was like career oriented uh type vibes so I don't know All right. So, Courtney, you've already mentioned, you've teased some of the things that you're doing. So why don't you update the listeners on what you've been up to? Because I think the last time you were on the podcast, was it Girls Stop Apologizing episode six? It was a while ago. I was thinking about this, too. And I was like, what? have like where did I last leave off at I don't know if the listeners know that I am engaged to like mystery man from like episode like five of 25 meets 40 um which I thought was like crazy I was like in that moment of making that episode I was like why are we doing this I was like I mean talking about some random guy that I still don't know his last name I like (laughs) am trying to like remember his first name And here we are talking about this. And later on, I'm probably going to have a different person in my life. And I'm going to have to have this on the internet just to remind myself. But no, he's stuck. So he's here uh, planning the wedding. So all of that fun, fun stuff. I mean, the wedding's basically planned because I am that 
control, like type A, like boom, boom, boom. Yes, she is. It's all planned. (laughs) (laughs) I I do not want to relinquish any control to anybody (laughs) in this moment. But I, I just have to kind of step back. So, yes, that mystery man that I saw pictures of you on social media with a guy at a bar. And I asked you, like, who's this dude? And so you had to talk about him. And then I think we, like, um, checked back in maybe a couple months later and told everyone that you were dating that guy. And so, yeah, he stuck around. He's in it for the long haul. And it's kind of interesting that the start of your relationship was recorded. Documented. Yeah, it was documented. <laughs> Has he literally from the moments of like, I don't know who this person is and why do we have to talk about him? Because I'm not even telling my closest friends about like they have not known anything. So now like literally the world was listening in that moment. We had people from other countries who were like, all right, mystery man. Yeah. Has he heard you talk about him at that time? I don't think so. Mm. He's not, like, really a podcaster, you know, listener person. Um, but I'm intrigued. I, I think I – have you post? I don't know if you've posted – I forget what episode it was because it was just, like, an update. Like, hey, how's your week going? And, like, it got added in. Well, we did talk about it on a – it was supposed to be a live with both of us split screen. And we were having technical issues. Mm -hmm. And so I had, like, we had the phone doing um, on one side. And we were talking about him then. Um, And I know we talked about him after that. Uh, So I have, like, reposted that live. I'll have, maybe I should, you know, turn it on the computer and record him listening. (laughs) 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 Do you like a little reaction? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. I might just have some material for the toast at your wedding. I don't know. Oh, boy. Yes. boy. So everyone can see, you know, how it started and how Courtney talked about him back in the day. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh Oh, Oh, good. I'm nervous now. (laughs) All right. So we have the update that you are engaged to the mystery man. What else is going on? Not too much, just, you know, all the fun work stuff. I think the last time maybe I was living in Wisconsin and I'm back now in Illinois with my job. Uh, Still same company. Uh, um, If you live in the Midwest and you shop at Home Depot, you're welcome. Um, (laughs) Not fun getting the products to you, but um, that and then just crafting I realized I've been out of my like crafting game and this week I was like I need to mentally get back in but you know making all my crafts painting all that fun stuff Courtney is doing some amazing things with her the talents that she has been given Uh, she's got many talents actually uh, but it's really cool to see what she creates I will be putting some of Courtney's information in the show notes so you can check it out she really has some interesting and unique 
uh, products that she offers uh, using those talents that she has. Um, so you guys can check her out, check out her Instagram, check out her Etsy store because it's going to be coming back because it's a little bit of a holiday flair. So it'll be coming back so you can can check out all of her products. Oh, yeah. All right, Courtney. So I asked you to be part of this episode because I wanted to do something fun for the summer. This episode, you know, is dropping midsummer and wanted something a little bit light. And I thought, hey, I always have people ask me specific questions about the podcast, about myself, uh, and there's reoccurring questions. So I thought, why don't we do a frequently asked questions? And gosh darn it, why don't I get Courtney back on the mic to help me with these frequently asked questions? You ready for these questions? I was going to say, now we can bring it back to to the questions (laughs) now that we got the update with everything. Which, I mean, like, in the update, you talked about how this um, podcast has been a huge hitting on, like, that 2020, the whole pandemic, bringing you back. And just, like, if no one else listened, like, you're still going to do this just because this is, like, your your self-care. But bring us back to the start of this. Like, why'd you start it, the podcast? This is probably my number one question that I get is like, how'd you get into podcasting? Why'd you do it? And uh, just to kind of bring us back. So I got into podcasting because I needed something for myself to fill my soul. I had gone through my infertility journey and spent a good 10 plus years putting my mental energy, my physical energy really into making uh, me able to have a, have kids. Um, and, and it got to the point where I needed help. And that's very involved when you have to get help and go through the infertility treatments. Uh, it's very involved. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot of counting days and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so once I got through my, my journey, I was, you know, thankfully blessed with two kids and then got to a point where I didn't have infants anymore. I realized I had a little bit of time for myself, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, what can I invest in that I'm going to feel good, that it's going to fill my soul? And a lot of the hobbies that I had pre-kids didn't quite fit my new lifestyle for a variety of reasons, and so I didn't see going back to those So I was looking for something and just like toying with different ideas. And I came up with this idea of podcasting. But I was like, who would want to listen to me? But I looked into my environment and I said, you know what? I have these wonderful conversations with my younger sister. Why don't I see if she wants to join this journey with me? Oh, yes. You hair flip. (laughs) And uh, let's develop something. So together, you and you were up for it. And you're like, hey, yeah, that sounds cool. And uh, we learned about podcasting. That's, that's the first thing we had to do. Oh, yeah. Yet neither one of us. I was like, never. I never listened to a podcast at that point when you're like, hey, I'm thinking I want to start a podcast. Do you want to do it with me? And I was like, yes. 
never listened to one, don't know how to do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we researched microphones. We researched what was the best day to drop an episode, uh, podcasting platforms, intros, outros. I mean, we looked at all kinds of stuff for a couple months. Oh, yeah. um, and then, like, we started going. And, you know, just to be really honest with you, like, tech stuff. This was not my expertise whatsoever. I, I took it on, and we tried to be all high tech and cool and stuff like that. And what what we we lost four episodes that it was just like, well, scrap that. That didn't work, and we had to go back and re-record using low tech. And that's essentially how I've stayed the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it, it just. It, it just stuck with me. Podcasting just stuck with me. It's worked for me. Uh, you moved on to some other things, but I really enjoy connecting with the listeners, getting on the mic. And um, also, this is my opportunity to invest in myself. I was going to feel, I was going to say, like, I feel like, you know, yes, I love our conversations, but I feel like for your podcasting journey, like you needed to talk about like your stuff more, which I'm not there in, in that life time with you of having kids and that whole journey. And then, um, your whole conversation about being a mom and like, what do I do with my life? That's not really where I'm at right now. I'm in a totally different space, which was, I mean, what started our, our podcast originally is us being in two different spaces, but like you really heavily like stuck on that side. And I was like, I can't really relate right now. Maybe one day I'll be there, but I think you needed to like go more into that. I, I kind of see that our podcast 25 meets 40 was a little bit of my training wheels (laughs) and I got to have a partner to learn about all of this. And then, you know, once I was at a point, like the universe told me, like, you can take the training wheels off and go. And yeah. that's that's what happened. Yeah. No, I feel like it was like my like creativity, like start like, okay, I have to have some kind of creative outlet. I'm in a corporate job. Who am I outside of college? And so I feel like that also, I like had started getting into my oils and my Christmas court, making the ornaments. And that was really our like podcast breakup moment of you have to go one way and I have to go another. (laughs) Yes. But so um, moving on from that. So what do your students think? Do you talk about um, your podcast with your students at school? Well, I know you talk about wigs, but do you talk about (laughs) your podcast? (laughs) So uh, the school newspaper did do an article about me And uh, it's been, the information has been shared through different school publications that I do a podcast. So it it is out there. Um, Some students look at me like, you do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I start talking the lingo and they're like, oh, oh, okay, she actually does. You're actually cool. Yeah. And then, you know, I've had the reaction too, like, oh my gosh, you're famous. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I, I do a podcast. Not everyone who does a podcast is famous. Anyone um, can do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get the two, the, the, the two uh, re- uh, reactions, either like you or, oh my gosh. <laughs> Have 
any of them listen to it? There is one student that I, I know has found an episode. Um, and and that's one thing, I guess, just to tell my listeners is I always think about what I put out on my podcast, um, knowing that some of my middle school students could find the episodes. So that is a litmus test for me. And I do also make sure that my guests know that that is a possibility. So I am a, a clean podcast. Um, I do try to be responsible in that way and make sure that this isn't anything that um, my my students, I, I wouldn't want for my students. Yeah. All that like harsh, rash language. Yeah. Yeah, or topics. just some of the some of the topics too. I just want to yeah. you know make sure that that there wouldn't be any topics that um, m- might you know cause some problems. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I get that. <laughs> so, how do you find guests then? With that, you know, what's your your guest like? You talk about having the guests on, making sure they know. Yes. Um, I and, and people do ask me that question. They ask about my guests. And um, even people who I ask to be a guest uh, or ask to come on to me, like being a guest is a big topic for me. Um, I get asked all the time from people to be a guest on the podcast. And I'm going to be really honest. Only about 2% of the people who approach me actually get onto the podcast. Uh, I'm very strict. On She's very picky. <laughs> if, hey, if we want to call it that, I it's am. It's your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I am um, because I want to make sure that I am putting the right person out there. And essentially, they become part of my family. Yep. And I just don't let everyone into my circle. And the circle of positivity. These are a lot of people who are my circle of positivity. And so I don't just let anyone in to the circle of positivity. Um, so I really think about who I put on. And I will approach people after I have uh, vetted them, looked into them, and to see that something special in them. I, Since this is my journey, I am the person who has to kind of be... Uh, wowed or um, intrigued and want to hear more and talk to this person. So a lot of times it's me asking people to be on the the podcast. I I don't have a problem finding guests to be on this podcast. Um, So I don't need to take just anyone. And that's an amazing feeling to have. Oh, that's cool. You're like, I'm just going to, I'm going to have coffee with you. You, um, best of luck to you. We're going to have coffee with these people. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, and I've had individuals who I've asked, and for their reasons, they have chosen not to be on the podcast. Yeah. And that is perfectly fine with me. I don't have any hard feelings about that. Um, the experience has to be right for both of us. Uh, I'm oh. not, you know, looking to put anyone in an uncomfortable situation. Um, and I want to be in, uh, I want to be in a comfortable situation talking to you. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about this. I was listening to a different podcast a, a couple weeks 
ago and they were talking about the same thing. Like, I'm going to start being picky about who I'm bringing on and talking about like the reasons why. And I was like, well, you have to be because I'm listening to this podcast for a specific reason. And it's because of like your branding of that podcast and what's supposed to be talked about. And so if it's not going to be talked about, then why are you going to bring on these people and just like give us like an awkward episode in in the middle of of things? So no, you have to be. And I'll just give a a tip to anyone who wants to be a podcast guest out there uh, because there are a lot of opportunities to be podcast guests. I mean, I have put it out to friends and family and listeners here if you'd like to be a podcast guest. You know, let's talk. Um, But I encourage you to do your research on the podcast that you want to be on and make sure that you're a fit and then tell the person why you're a fit. Oh, yeah. Um, Too many times, like just recently, I was approached by someone in real estate to talk about their real estate business. I'm really not sure what my self-development podcast is has to offer someone in real estate. And I knew that they did not at all look even at the title of my podcast. Yeah. Um, So, you know, those are easy. I'm sorry, but it doesn't look like we fit kind of thing. Um, But, you know, check out podcasts. You know, there's always podcasts looking for guests. There are wonderful services for that. Um, If you are interested in that, you know, let me know. We can always talk about that and other ways to get on podcasts. Now, you're always positive on this podcast. Is that that you outside of this? I should ask you that question. So, yes, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll go back and forth in this one. Um, I do I do get the question about you are so positive and you talk about positivity all the time. Are you really like this, I, Courtney? What would you say? Am I really? like I would this? say yeah for for the most part, and unless you're going through some some of those difficult times with things, but Meredith is for sure that positive person like everything that you always come to me about you're excited about have you seen this new product on Arbon? i got this new product for my podcast i talked about this on my podcast i read this book have you read it (laughs) (laughs) no i yes i how you hear me other than i have been told by guests that my voice changes i have a podcast voice (laughs) yes uh, which I would agree with. Uh, there are things that I do to sound better on the podcast. Uh, but other than that, what you see is what you get. Yep. I am like this in real life. And when if you met me on the street and we had a conversation, you would hear me talking about positivity. Uh, you would hear me finding the positive in the situation. Uh, that is how I am. I like to say, and I think I've brought this up in other episodes, in um, the brain sciences, we learn or we're born with three feelings, three emotions that we are born with. And, and from that time, the other emotions that we show are combinations of those three or emotions that we have learned. In those three, we have a default emotion. It's the one that we go to when there isn't another emotion in the forefront. So think about those times when you're just sitting there daydreaming. 
Okay. Okay. What are the three emotions? Um, so it is happy, it is sad, and I think it's mad. Okay. okay. So, like, I'm going to give, I'm going to just excuse the expression, but we're all going to get this when we hear it. Okay. I think okay. Courtney already knows what it is. I don't know, but I'm. Okay. Go. Resting bitch face. Okay. Okay. Resting bitch face could be the default emotion. So there's no there's no emotion in the forefront. So what do we default to? Oh no. <laughs> okay. So I I default to happy. My the world could be coming down around me. And in the moment that I'm like, hi, Courtney, and you say, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, man, it's great. It's not until I start communicating all, all what's going on does the, the true emotion come forward because I'm in, like, my default emotion. So, yeah. So I, I feel I default too happy. I, I smile all the time. Um, it is just kind of who I am and, and how I am. I'm a little sad now because I feel like I have that RBF <laughs> um, on default. But internally, that's not how I'm feeling. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm like, now I'm like thinking about this. I'm like, hmm. Because a lot of time that resting, the, that resting RBF. face, yeah, isn't how you're feeling. It doesn't yeah. adequately reflect the feeling that you have. It's just the default. But maybe it does because I'm thinking here and I'm like, okay, a lot of people tell me when I'm at work and it's like when I'm just like in in work mode, like doing my thing, not really like, you know, I tune everything out around me and I just have that look of like, don't really want to be here. And then I have to, like, go, like, turn around and be like, hey, how you doing? You having a good day? And I'm like, oh, I don't, really don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it might be me. That might be. I I might have to internally think about that and, and reflect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And, and practice that resting um, facial expression. Or just mindset. And that sounds like a mindset thing. Yeah. <laughs> Crystals and essential oils. Need, need them in my life. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. So moving on, then we got the, the questions here. Next question you get, what do you do as a life coach? Yes. And, and that is or a... What, like, what does a life coach do? Because that's your... You started the... We did the podcast journey. On the podcast journey, you're sitting here helping people and you're like, maybe I should do life coaching. And you've implemented that. So the life coaching came actually because of the podcast. I had yeah. been doing the podcast for at least six months and people were listening and hearing the topics and they were like, hey, by the way, do you do life coaching? And at first I didn't and I was referring them to other people for life coaching. And then I got to a point and I'm like, hold on a minute. Is this the universe telling me, like, you might be good at this if people are already listening to you and they're asking you if you would coach them, why don't you do it? 
So I did look into this idea of life coaching and I created a business. So I I launched it when I was ready. And of course, I launched it in January of 2020, right before the world shut down. Um, but yeah, I, I've done some life coaching and have put some, some things together to help people live the life that they want to live, to achieve goals or to look and be mindful at what they are currently doing and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have put out some programs about, you know, women, moms, who are busy and need to take care of themselves, Mm -hmm. but feel guilty about it or don't know where to start and they need that guidance. Too many times, like if we want to start a new hobby, maybe I want to take up golf, I'll hire a golf coach, you know, to help me out. I'll go to the pro, I'll plump the money down and say, help me get to be, you know, a, a golfer and be able to go out and, you know, do the course myself. Too many times we don't give ourselves that same investment when we're trying to make changes in our life. Mm-hmm. And that I, I want you to think about that analogy because that is what a life coach is. If I want to make a change in my life, I want to start a new path. Maybe it's a career. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's me making those boundaries in my life to live the way I want to live. And I need someone to help me just direct or organize what I'm doing to help me get to the core of my whys and that path of really putting down what does this path look like and how do I achieve what I want to achieve. And essentially, that's what a life coach does, asking questions, having conversations, doing some activities to really help you clarify what it is that you want and how you're going to go about getting it. And the best part, not not going to lie, the best part of this is being a life coach, I get to cheer you on. I get to be that positive person who says, oh my gosh, you're doing amazing, keep going. Um, because a lot of times in life, we don't ask people to cheer us on. Yeah, no. We don't highlight the accomplishments that we have. But you know what? We really need to be doing that. Oh, yeah. I think also, too, I mean, it. I feel really bad for all your listeners and everyone out there that they don't have you as a sister because I just get this on the daily. And <laughs> I don't have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> but like the, the process of the thoughts and, like, starting it is and like coming to the the conclusions and just like that thought like snowball effect of everything because I forget what I forget what um what course you did it was something with the mindset and it came with like the vision board that we did um one night in one of your groups Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what course it was it was your first course um and that whole thing, it's just like that snowball effect of like just like thinking about like one thought and how like getting to the core of everything and how you just snowball effect into it. And so that whole process with it, that's what I love and what I usually need to like get myself like back on track and like 
dig deep and um, just kind of feel myself again to really think of, okay, like what's the next thing that I need to do? And usually it's, I need to put a paintbrush to, to something and, and just paint. And that solves most problems for me. Um, but that's like the thing with like life coaching where it's like, that's what you need is like that whole thought process and to have somebody work through that with you. Yes. And that, that, that is the, that is the genius. That is the, you know, the best place that is really the heart of all of this is just having that sounding board, that person who can help guide you through that process and help you dig deep and keep you on track. Uh, And I feel like as an adult, like that's our playground. I feel like a life coach is kind of like a playground. You know, you take your kids to like those like playscapes and they like run up the stairs and they climb this wall and they go through the ball pit and then they go down this slide or whatnot. I feel like that's what life coaching is right there is you like mentally going through that as an adult (laughs) and all the different things are like, okay, this is that life event that just elbowed you and smacked you and like knocked you down. But here's the ball pit that you're throwing like balls in there having fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, figuring out which activity to go to next to get you to your ultimate goal. So, yeah. Yeah, you take a left and go down the slide or you take a right and you go down this like weird maze. Yeah. What one? <laughs> yeah. Great analogy, great visual on what life coaching can do. Thank you. Now, through life coaching and your podcast, you've talked a lot about books as well. Um, and you do a lot of on on Facebook like book clubs mm-hmm. with these. Um, what's your favorite book that you've talked about? This, this is one I like, I, I'll talk books. So yes, if you run into me on a street corner and we have a conversation, I will probably recommend a book to you. <laughs> I, I have no problem going, hey, do you know this book? Um, so yes, I, this is a topic of conversation that comes up a lot. And this is a really hard question for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie because there are some top, front runners. And I don't know how to put one before the other. Um, and and I say this in, in being authentic and genuine, there are some authors that just resonate so well with me and speak my language. Tanya Dalton, I, I reference her as much as possible. Her book, The Joy of Missing Out, and then the book On Purpose, they are at my bedside and they are marked up. They are something that I will go back to and reference in a situation mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh, I need, I need that. I need to bring it to the forefront again. Let me go back to it. And I, I will do that. So, uh, Tanya Dalton, both of those books are amazing. Um, and then the other author is Jen Sinchiro. I mean, can you get better than a book that has the word badass in the title? I think she has like <laughs> capitalized on that word badass. But the the first book, you are a badass. Like you come away from that book feeling amazing and like she is talking mm-hmm. right to you. Yep. So I like those are the two Two authors. I'd rather kind of say the authors because even Jen Sincero has had You Are a Badass with Money. Uh, I'm reading that right now. 
Haven't finished it, but it's a pretty good one. Yes. And, and she she adds in like a money flair in all of her books. Yeah. Um, because I, I think she, she writes from a place where she had very little. And she talks about it. Yeah. Um, you know, un- unapologetically, she was not being successful in life. And those are essentially, you know, her thoughts. Um, struggling with money and not living the life that she wanted and decided, heck, I'm going to make this work, invested in herself, looked at the people that she was paying to coach her and said, I can do it better. And that's what she did. Yeah. So um, she really went after what she wanted, and a good a good part of her journey was understanding money. So yeah. so she has a very practical approach to money. Um, so that you're a badass at making money. There's a lot of different pieces to the badass branding. And then just recently, I, I dropped the episode in June about her book Badass Habits. Another mm-hmm. you awesome. Talk about that a lot. <laughs> On our personal conversations, you talk about it a lot. You're like, you need to read this. And I'm like, look, I'm still reading the, I'm behind, okay? (laughs) I'm behind and, you know, I'm still in like flip phone days from her books, okay? (laughs) Like that's how far behind I am. So give me a little bit here. (laughs) Got to catch up. All right, okay. (laughs) But it like, it's just another, it's just a really good book that takes you from the beginning to the end. Um, it's one of the, I mean, it's one of those, like the first part of it, you could jump around, but then it gets to the point where we're going to go from day one to 21. We know that Mm -hmm. it takes, you know, 21 days to create a habit and she's taking you through those 21 days. So, um, awesome. You know, she's awesome. So I, I like to talk about those two authors and the books that they offer. Oh yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a huge self-help book person I really like Nicholas Sparks he's my only like fantasy writer that all like or what do you call it non nonfiction or no fiction he's fiction. fiction yeah fiction writer like he's the only one other than that it's you know if it's not a self-help book then I ain't reading it type deal um but Jen she does a, a good job with it because there's just some out there where you're like right Ugh. Like, okay, like, tell me something I don't know already. Like, all right, this is, like, super common knowledge. Like, and you're just, like, reading it, and you're like, this sounds fake. Well, I... She does a good job at, like, really relating to, like, that realness and, like, connecting with you, which you're like, it's me. And then she's connecting with everyone, and you're like, how does she do this? (laughs) Well, I love that you just called her Jen. Because yeah. it's like she gets you to a point where you're like you're on first name basis with her. Like Jen and I are buds, oh, yeah. and and oh, yeah. that that's what I do. I you know I talk about Jen, <laughs> and um, I I she probably gets a kick if she ever would hear anything like this. Or we're probably not the only right. ones who who talk about her this way. And, um, but she she is. It's just because she is so relatable. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of where I am. And, and Courtney, we've come to the end of our list. Yeah. We've chatted about everything. I feel like we've gotten a huge update on you. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I just wanted a light uh, episode here in the summer, um, you know, something where, you know, my listeners could learn a little bit, but laugh a little bit maybe. And I thought, why yeah. not Why not bring Courtney back for this? So thank you very much for indulging me. Thank you for updating all of the listeners on you because I get a lot of questions about you. <laughs> Anytime. Maybe uh, the next episode, you know, I'll be a married woman. Uh, who knows? Maybe kids on the way. Hopefully, cross our fingers. So. Well, it's funny because people will um, bring you up, and I'm like, "How do you know my sister? <laughs> like, why are you asking me about Courtney? I don't under." And then I'm like, "Oh, the podcast." So, I mean, people, you know, I mean, you're famous. Come on, your <laughs> kids tell you you're famous, <laughs> and I. I am sisters to a famous lady, okay? <laughs> so I am famous too. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So it, it is interesting, you know, putting yourself out there on a podcast and sharing so much and, yeah. um, you know, and people asking you those questions. Um, so it, it is fun. I'm, I'm glad we got to talk about this. Yeah. No, I was happy to be back on. All right. Well, I will bring you back. Don't worry. I'll bring you back so we can get another update on the mystery man and how you're doing in Wedded Bliss. So, well, thank you very much. And I am going to go ahead and sign off with my listeners. What do you think? Sounds good. You all have a good day. All right. And bye. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, Feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. So I'm, I'm curious... Um, when someone asks you, have you ever thought about a podcast before, and they don't know that you had done a podcast, are they surprised to hear your answer? They are, because I talk about so much, like, a lot of it has come from, like, my work environment. Mm -hmm. So I talk about all the things, my essential oils, my wine bottles, my crafting, Christmas court, all this stuff. And so they're like, can you podcast it? They're like, what? haven't you done? I'm like, write a book? I don't know. Ooh, are you putting it out into the universe that maybe there is a book in your future? I was listening to a podcast today and it was all about like book writing and it was the the profit boss and stuff like that. And so she was like talking about how a lot of people write books and I was like, could I write a book? What would I write a book about? So that's the reason why it's like in the forefront of my mind, but I don't think I can write a book. Well, I have some resources. I know some people. If that's ever your thing, I actually had a ghostwriter just this week message me. So I, I, I've got resources. You've got a you've got a book though in your like I know spiritual like realm and your aura. So <laughs> maybe this is my sign to you to write the book. I yes there. <laughs> There is a book in me, and I have worked a little bit on it. I'm just, 
I'm, I'm there's just other things that are kind of coming first. Yeah. No, yeah. So, but no, I, I, and I've said to these people, like, there is a book in me. I'll need you at some point. It's just not right now. And the, the one, <laughs> the one person's like, do you have a timeline on when that may be? And I'm like, no. <laughs> You're like, look, here's the thing. I don't have a timeline. It's whenever life brings it to me. Yeah. It's there, but it's just not here right now. Yes. 